0: think think it can happen to you. Violent collision kills
1: two people outside Tampa International Airport.
0: An alleged road rage attack rips three families apart. Tonight, we're learning about the boys who were killed.
2: Prosecutors are going to pursue charges against people who are texting while driving. That's right, this DUI and murder suspect could get life in prison if convicted.
0: Don't think it can happen to you. See, it's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when. When the signs of time will run out within your hourglass.
2: New at 10, a hit and run caught on video and now a teenager and his family are looking for the driver who took off. He was
0: a victim of a distracted driver hitting the road while riding his motorcycle going 65 miles per hour. He nearly lost his life. Now on a crusade to help save lives and prevent someone else from becoming a victim, the creator of DistractedDriversBusted.com, and now the host of this podcast, it's Howard Drescher.
3: Drescher. All right, welcome, welcome to another show. Welcome to another show of DistractedDriversBusted.com, the podcast show. I am your host, Howard Drescher, the creator of DistractedDriversBusted.com, and of course, now this podcast show. You can follow me on Twitter at DistractedDBTV, at distracted DB TV and of course on Facebook, it's DistractedDB. And you can get the shows on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and Google Podcast. Just type in the keyword, DistractedDB. This is Season 7, show number 6. And for those that may not know, and those that may find my show for the first time, I myself am a victim of a distracted driver back in 2010-2011 when a driver crashed into me as I was riding my motorcycle on a 91 freeway westbound near Anaheim, California. And of course, I hit the ground doing 65 miles an hour. And according to the California Highway Patrol that happened to be on scene at the time, that was the investigating officer at the time, I'm lucky to be alive. I'm a walking sick alert. And so I don't take life for granted. I am one of the lucky ones. I've known so many people and I've heard so many stories where it didn't turn out as fortunate them as it did for me sure I lost my motorcycle in the end and as of today I have yet to get another motorcycle I will not get another motorcycle as much as I have a burning desire to have one I can't get one in the back of my mind there are too many crazy drivers out there that are not paying attention to the wheel not paying attention to the road, fiddling around, being distracted on their phone, texting and driving, putting makeup on, shaving, eating, drinking in their car. And the big question is, why? Why is that? I have talked to CHP officers, LA police officers, Doctors, lawyers, victims, perpetrators, parents of victims. I have talked to kids of victims that lost their parents. And I'm trying to get a handle on it. I am really, really trying to get a handle on it. I don't know if I can. I know there's a lot of people out there that are doing the same thing I am. They are fighting the good fight. And we're going to continue to fight the good fight. Because if we save one person's life, then we did a job. And hopefully it snowballs into another life and another life. And of course, what I'm calling it is a lack of respect of a driver or drivers for their fellow driver or drivers. This is season seven. I've been doing this for seven years now. And of course, this year, with everything that's happened in 2020, I named this season dedicated to the season of hope. I am hopeful that we can get it together. I am hopeful that things will change. Drivers will learn. And how to become respectful of one another. Not cutting them off on the freeway. Not tailgating them. Not speeding to pass them and pulling in front of them as they change lanes. Barely missing the bumper in front of them. Not having them drive so crazy where they end up having to jam on their brakes. And causing a crash not speeding up and down the road like it's a freaking Indianapolis 500. No, that is my hope. But I'm hoping that they'll be more respectful. And to the elderly lady that is getting ready to turn into the parking lot in the shopping center, somebody just doesn't whip into there because they got a better-looking car, more expensive car, they're younger, And they have total respect for the driver that's getting ready to turn in and not pull in front of them. But yet, as of now, as of 24 days in the new year, hmm. the question is, and it's a very strong question, Are we getting it? Are we getting it? That is a question that I'm asking. Each and every one of you out there listening to this podcast show, I'm asking, are we getting it? Well, you probably know my answer already, so why should I even delay the inevitable? I say no. We don't get it. And I got some stories to back it. All right, you're listening to DistractedDriversBusted.com podcast show. When we come back, a story from KTLA Channel 5. Well, we'll do that later on. When we come back, we have a different story. We'll be back after this.
4: You are listening to the DistractedDrivers.com podcast. We'll be right back. Wake up and text. Text and eat. Mm -hmm. Text and meet up with a friend you haven't seen in forever.
1: Hi. Oh, hey.
4: Text and complain that they're on their phone the whole time. Uh. Text and listen to them complain that you're on your phone the whole time. Uh. Text and whatever. But when you get behind the wheel, give your phone to a passenger, put it in the glove box, Just don't text and drive. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council.
0: Papa, why can't we telegraph while riding a horse? Son,
4: there ain't no one to blame but Jeffro. He was riding old Betsy the Stallion, tip-tapping away at his telegraph when blam! Ran right into the side of the saloon. Well, if Jeffro can't do it, neither should you. Don't text and drive
1: visit StopTextStopRex.org. A message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council.
4: Now, back to the DistractedDrivers.com podcast.
3: All right, welcome back to DistractedDriversBusted.com podcast show. Again, I am the host, Howard Drescher, the creator of DistractedDriversBusted.com. And, of course, now this podcast show. You can follow me on Twitter at DistractedDBTV, at DistractedDBTV, and of course, Facebook is DistractedDB. You can also get the show on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and Google Podcast. Just type in the keyword DistractedDB. Okay, I mentioned that I had a story from KTLA that is incorrect. The story that I got, KTLA story was last week, and a lot of people assumed that... That would be the number one story of the show last week, how a high-speed chase was captured by KTLA and, of course, the eye in the sky, if you will, the helicopter, and how people indicated that the driver of that vehicle was, well, let's just say, stupid, moronic, senseless. They know that there's cameras around, and yet I've got one comment that indicated to me that how in L.A. can people even drive anywhere because the the traffic on the roads are heavily jammed, and nine times out of ten, they are. Every now and then, you can get through. You get a little kernel of nugget right there where it happens to be opened up, and people can speed, and they do. They do speed early morning, late at night. And if you happen to notice that when this happened, it happened on a holiday. It was on a Monday, Martin Luther King Day. And guess what? Well, let's just say traffic was a little bit lighter, less people going to work. And of course, that's what you ended up with. But no, that is not the lead story or the story, top story from last week. The top story from last week is a story that I got from WWL TV and it kind of goes like this.
2: This is video you've just got to see. A car drives through a Metairie intersection, slams into another car, sending both vehicles into a neighbor's yard and crashes her vehicle while it sits in the driveway. Good evening, everyone. Shocking video there. I'm Cherise Gibson. And I'm Katie
1: Moore. That wreck happened on Saturday
2: night right at the doorstep of that home. It happened on Kawani and Bissonnette Drive. Our Mike McDaniel spoke with a homeowner who says this is not the first time a wreck happened there and wants something done about the dangerous intersection.
3: And, of course, that's the top story from last week. And so I was thinking that it would have been the KTLA story or actually... Story number two, which I already deleted the audio, so I don't have it. Sorry, guys. So anyways, it just kind of surprised me that, but it makes sense if you have, or you live in an intersection like that, or close to the intersection in a four-way stop, that I would be paranoid to live in an area like that when you have people driving the way they do, and it's happened six times in the past three years. What makes you think it's not going to happen more? Then they need to put up traffic lights and put up some kind of stone wall barrier around the corner of the house so therefore it doesn't get demolished because there would be nothing worse than you're sitting home enjoying your lovely dinner or watching TV late at night and all of a sudden you hear bam, crash. And next thing you know, you have a car in your living room watching TV with you. But yet, this perpetrator on this one ended up getting getting up out of the vehicle and just walking away yeah got a couple more stories like that it is amazing how this thing kind of happens what makes these people think that they can get away there are cameras everywhere you can't do anything there's all the ring uh cameras that are on people's homes you got all the stores or wherever you're at in the mall they got cameras everywhere 15, 20 years ago, yeah, you could have probably gotten to a crash or something like that and get up and walk away, and, you know, probably nothing would have happened, but not anymore. That was our story, our top story from last week from WWL TV. And I appreciate them for allowing me to use the sound. But here's a story on a more current situation from KCCI 8 News. And I appreciate them for allowing me to use sound. Some city departments, some police departments are starting to investigate their pursuit procedures. As after this one, there ended up being a death. Investigate
2: what led up to an early morning high speed chase that ended in a deadly crash. KCCI's Chris Gopner is live tonight with what we know about the pursuit that left three people dead. Well, Steve, police say that started up in Urbandale and then ended here in Clive. Police say the driver lost control over on 86th Street, flew over Walnut Creek here, and then wound up in a restaurant parking lot.
0: 3720 Patricia Drive on a burglary
2: to vehicle. Monday morning's deadly chase began early in the morning, just before 2 a.m. at this apartment complex off Douglas Avenue. Police say a caller reported several males going through her car.
0: I'm behind that vehicle now, 86 in Douglas.
2: Police say after officers began a chase, speeds reached triple digits.
0: We're 100 on 86, southbound, going to cross Harbaugh.
2: Seconds later,
0: they flipped three times into the Cool Basil.
2: Police say the driver ended up flipping over Walnut Creek before winding up in the Cool Basil parking lot. Four others were inside. Seven,
0: we're going to need multiple ambulances. All of them have pulse. One might be DOA.
2: Three teenagers died at the scene. Two others were taken to area hospitals. Police are now investigating and reviewing whether the chase was within policy. They say there's nothing indicating it wasn't. Clive policy states that pursuits for property crimes will be based on the crime's seriousness weighed against the danger to life posed by the offender. Urbandale policy considers a pursuit high risk if it includes frequent intersecting streets. Time of day and traffic play a significant role, too. Officers did state there was no traffic.
3: The suspect vehicle did reach over 100 miles an hour, so it was a very short time uh, from, uh, from the beginning to the end of that pursuit.
2: Now, police haven't identified anybody involved in this, nor have they updated on any of the survivors' conditions, but we'll certainly keep following this one for you and bring you any updates as soon as we learn them on KCCI 8 News this morning, as well as on our KCCI 8 mobile app. But for now, live in Clive, Chris Gothner, KCCI 8 News, Iowa's news leader.
3: All right, and I appreciate KCCI 8 News for allowing me to use the sound. But the big question comes up with me is a lot of things. One, I mean, really, the I can't fathom that they don't have more police out there when they start going 100 miles an hour plus. They got to have more police down the road to kind of block these guys off. There has to be some kind of deterrent from them getting up to that speed in the first place. I'm just thinking in my head. I mean, I'm not a law officer. I'm going to try to get a CHP officer or somebody on a law enforcement agency that deals with speeds that get up to 100 miles an hour. How must that appear? Because I can't imagine being in a vehicle, going 100 miles an hour, when you have other vehicles on the road and you're bypassing them. And it's like if somebody pulls out in front of you just a little bit, it can ruin your day and it can ruin a lot of other people's days. Just, just I'm just thinking of the outside looking in. All right, again, you're listening to DistractedDriversBusted.com podcast show. When we come back, well, more, more wrong way drivers. How does this happen? We'll be back right after this.
4: You're listening to the DistractedDrivers.com podcast. We'll be right back.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, we have arrived in Philadelphia. Local time is 3.05 p.m. and the temperature is 67 degrees. At this time, you are now free to use your cellular devices.
4: You know that feeling when you get to turn your phone on after the plane lands? You can have that feeling every time you drive. Make sure your cell phone is stowed away whenever you are behind the wheel visit StopTextStopRex.org. A message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council. Wake up and text. Text and eat. Mm -mm. Text and catch the bus. Text and miss your stop. Wait, 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 wait. Text and be late to work. Sorry, I'm late. Text and work. Text and pretend to work. A public service announcement brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Now,
3: back to the DistractedDrivers.com podcast. All right, welcome back to Distracted DistractedDriversBusted.com podcast show. Again, I am the host, Howard Dresher, the creator of DistractedDriversBusted.com. And, of course, now this podcast show, you can follow me on Twitter at DistractedDBTV at DistractedDBTV, and of course, Facebook, it's DistractedDB. And if you want to listen to all my shows, the past seven years' worth, or six years plus, you can go to iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and Google Podcasts. Just type in the keyword, DistractedDB. Okay, so here's a story, and these are the stories that I think, other than hit and runs, kind of bother me the most, because... Unless you're drunk, high, or just really don't give a rat's ass, how in the hell can you go on the wrong way on a road? How can you get turned around so bad that you end up going the wrong direction? Or unless you just don't give a rat's ass, like I said. You don't care, just do whatever. I don't think in my so many years that I have been driving, and I got my license at the age of 18. So it's quite a few years that I've been driving, I have never, ever got onto an off ramp and go down the freeway, The wrong way. I just can't fathom somebody doing that. But it happened. And here's a story from Fox 10 News, and I appreciate them for allowing me to do sound. Here's a wrong way driver that ended up, well, let's just say not in a good position. Fox, let's get to
2: your
4: news. And a valley freeway just opens back up this morning after a deadly wrong way crash. Danielle Miller At the scene, joining us now from Loop 101 in Cardinals Way, which used to be Bethany Home. It's right there next to the stadium. But here we go again, Danielle. Uh, And you wonder how this happens, uh, but it did again.
1: It did, Troy. Unfortunately, yeah, happened uh, just before 1 o'clock this morning. The uh, northbound lanes right here at Cardinals Way, right outside State Farm Stadium, you can see uh, behind me here now free-flowing, but that was a much different uh, scene overnight. All northbound lanes right here were closed for several hours uh, due to this deadly wrongway crash. What we're uh, learning out here, DPS has told us that uh, this wrongway driver was driving in the southbound uh, direction on those northbound lanes. Uh, that driver had minor injuries. His passenger was which was a female, unfortunately uh, did pass away due to her injuries. We're told uh, that the driver of the other vehicle that was hit also sustained minor injuries. So uh, good news there. Uh, As I mentioned, guys, these uh, northbound lanes were closed for several hours as DPS was out here investigating, trying to figure out exactly what happened. But at this time, we do not know uh, where this driver entered or how long he was driving in the wrong direction.
3: Because sometimes there's just no rhyme or reason. Uh, And... I've been on, you know, calls with wrong ways where, yeah, maybe they get on at a ramp or they make a U-turn. I mean, there's, sometimes it just seems like there's no rhyme or reason when why people do what they do.
1: And DPS still trying to figure out exactly where that driver entered and possibly how long he was on the uh, going the wrong direction on those northbound lanes. But uh, they're also telling us that impairment is now being investigated as a cause. And if we get any of those updates, we will pass those along. But as of right now, all northbound lanes here on the 101 near Cardinals Way, right outside of uh, State Farm Stadium open at this time. Guys, back to you.
3: All right. Now, I want to thank Fox 10 News out there in Arizona for this audio piece. And that was Sergeant Roger Henson, who kinda indicated there is no rhyme or reason why people do these. They either get on the wrong way on the off-ramp, which uh no clue on how that can even happen. Or two, they do a U-turn in the in, in the freeway. Now that I could probably see something a little bit thinking they're in the far lane all the way over to the right, they end up doing a U-turn. They actually don't go all the way across the medium, but it's still kind of hard to believe and it's still kind of hard to fathom how something like this can happen. All right, here's a story that this is my proving point right here. If there is a story that just screams, just yells, have driver education in school, here's a story from WKRG, and I appreciate them for allowing me to sound, as a viral TikTok video shows a teenager hitting multiple cars in a parking lot of a Walmart.
1: Interesting video going viral online shows a teen driver ramming cars in SEMS. It's been viewed nearly eight million times in total across several social media platforms. Gabby Easterwood joins us live from the SEMS Walmart parking lot where it all went down. Gabby, you spoke with the woman who took
0: the video. Yeah, Dana, the woman that I spoke with, her name is Cookie, and she took that crazy video. She said she was inside of this Dollar Tree when a woman came inside and said that a blue car had been hit in this parking lot. Of course, she owns a blue car, so she came outside to see what was happening. Now, in the video, you can see the teenager apologizing to Cookie and saying that he was driving his mom's car. Now, that's when he gets inside of his SUV and tries to drive off again. But not before ramming into the back of a parked truck and another car. Now, Cookie said that's when the teen went inside the nail salon to get his grandmother, who he was with. Now, she said the boy was not a licensed driver and then he tried to deny the fact that he hit the car in the first place before he confessed after multiple witnesses had seen and come forward to speak about what happened. Now, the sheriff's office says that no report has been made considering this is considered a private property. So all of the insurance of those vehicles will be able to handle this. The video has been viewed millions of times on TikTok and has even been shared on large digital content companies like Barstool Sports. Now you can see that full video on our website at WKRG.com as well as a little bit later on tonight on News 5. You will hear more from Cookie and just this crazy experience. Reporting live in Sims, I'm Gabby Easterwood, WKRG News 5. We told you about the viral video on the WKRG News 5
1: app. Be the first to know about breaking news by downloading the app for free in the App Store and on Google Play.
3: All right, and again, I want to thank w- WKRG. Uh, the driver, the kid, wasn't even licensed. He was not even a licensed driver. How in the hell did he get behind the wheel? But this is what I'm talking about. Parents maybe need to step up his grandparents need to step up I'm thinking in my mind I you know what I really don't know how to comment on this except somebody needs to be responsible for that and pay for cookie's car this is something and not to mention the truck that got backed in into and along with the other vehicles somebody has got a large mess on their hands and I would hate to be the parents of that kid Because quite honestly, to tell you the truth, this is something that should not happen. He shouldn't have been behind the wheel. And him saying, oh, I'm driving my mom's car. And then he backs up, smashes into a truck, goes forward. Where is the responsibility of the parents? Where is the responsibility of his grandmother? Apparently, he went back into the store and that's where she was at. What is going on? Remember? This is the year of hope. And I asked you guys a question earlier today. I asked you guys a question. Are we getting it? My response to you? No. And if you ask me, well, I'm going to tell you, I think I proved my point. I think I proved my point. Remember, I don't want to die today, do you? Remember, put your cell phones in the glove box. You don't need them when you're behind the wheel. Don't be a distracted driver. And don't let your unlicensed teenager get behind the wheel. Until next week, be safe.